Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. and grateful for a wonderful day like this we are thankful lord for all the fathers that you have given us father we are grateful for certain fathers over our lives we are grateful oh god for all the men that are in this church we are thankful lord for the fathers of this church we are thankful for the father that founded this church we are thankful for his life we are thankful for the vision We are thankful, O Lord, for such great leadership skills. We are thankful for such anointing that is upon his life. Lord, we are grateful. We cannot ask for more. We say thank you, Lord. We are grateful to you today in the name of Jesus. And now, God, we ask that your spirit will teach us, guide us in what we are about to study in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands together for the Lord. And you may be seated. And this afternoon, I want to share a short message with you. Um, I want to share with you why we honor fathers. Why we honor fathers. And why must we honor fathers? Why? Why must we honor fathers? It's a question. Why must we honor fathers? Because God says so. God says we must honor fathers. And so we ought to honor fathers. Hallelujah. Now, before we go on, I want us to identify the different types of fathers that God gives us in our lives. The different types of fathers. There are several kinds of fathers. Do you understand? Now, the first one that I want to give you is our heavenly father. Our Heavenly Father, who is the greatest Father of all. God is our greatest Father of all. Now, why don't we first wish God Happy Father's Day. Say, Happy Father's Day, Lord. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So, God is our greatest Father. And He also wants us to honor Him. Because He's also a Father. Amen. The next one is our Father in Christ. Father in Christ. Now, a Father in Christ is anyone who led you to Christ. Someone through whom you became a Christian. Became a born-again Christian. Father in Christ. And the next one is your spiritual father. You see, that is different. Spiritual father is your pastor. Amen. Amen. Your pastor is your spiritual father. And your father, your spiritual father deserves honor. Amen. Your spiritual father deserves honor. On a father's day when you rise up, you must have a heart to honor your spiritual father. It is father's day and it should come on your mind. You don't come to church and remember that, hey, Reverend is also um, a father. Let me send a text before he... um, Do you understand? Your spiritual father deserves an honor also. Your your spiritual father uh, is someone who can even tell you so many things that even your biological father cannot tell you. Do you understand? So he deserves an honor. Amen. You see, you you are not what you are because of just your biological father. There are so many fathers that are in your life. And you ought to honor all these fathers. Amen. Your spiritual father, you call your spirit. Do you call your father when you have immigration issues? You don't. When you have marital issues, you don't even call your father. Unemployment issues. You see, your spiritual father is supposed to know something about immigration. He's supposed to know something about unemployment. He's supposed to know something about your career. Everything that you are doing. Supposed to know something about everything that you are doing. 
And he deserves an honor. Amen. Amen. He deserves an honor. All of these fathers deserve honor. And then we have your father in ministry. Father in ministry. The father in ministry is the father through whom you enter into the ministry. The father under whose umbrella you enter into the ministry. That is your father in ministry. If you become a pastor, for instance, the, the father through whom you become a pastor is your father in ministry. And he deserves an honor. Amen. Amen. Then we have biological father. Biological father. Biological father is the one who gave birth to you biologically. Amen. Do you understand? He's a father who gave birth to you biologically. He's a father who sought to your upbringing when you were a little baby. This father is the one who was there for you. If not for anything at all, he gave birth to you. Because of him, you are around. That father deserves an honor. Amen. Then we have substitute father. A substitute father is a father who replaces your biological father, for instance. Some of you, your substitute father is an uncle. An uncle who raised you. Some of you, your substitute father is your senior brother. Do you understand? These fathers all deserve honor. That you have to remember to honor them. Pray for them. When your father was not there, anyone who stepped in as a father is your substitute father. Sometimes a mother can step in both roles as a father and as a mother. He, she is a mother and a substitute father. Yeah. Because a biological father was not available. Then we have father-in-law. Your father-in-law. Your father-in-law also deserves an honor. It is because of what he did that you have a wife or you have a husband. Whatever he did, you have a wife or you have a husband. And he deserves an honor also. Amen. Then we have a father of a church. A father of a church. Who is the founder of the church. So for us, the father of our church, the founder of our church is our bishop. Bishop Doug is our founder. And he is the father of our church. And he deserves an honor. Amen. And then we also have a father of a movement. A father of a movement. If you happen to be in any particular movement, such as you are in a charismatic church, you are in a Protestant church, you are in a faith church, the father of such movement becomes a father who you ought, you ought to honor. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? And then finally we have the father of sin. The father of sin. That one is the only one who does not deserve to be honored. Do you understand? The father of sin. Because Satan is also a father. Do you know that? He's a father of all lies. And we don't honor Satan. But the father of sin is the one who introduced you to sin. The one who made women's bottom attractive to you. He, he kept pointing them out to you. That is the father of sin. The one who introduced you to fornication. Do you understand? The one who introduced you to alcohol. That is the father of sin. There are some fathers, they introduce you to cigarette smoking. They, they introduce you to hookah. Do you know what is hookah? Anyone who is introducing you to hookah is not something you're supposed to follow. It kills. Do you understand? It kills. And then the other thing that is now killing a lot of people is um, vaping. Vaping. Do you know what is that? There's another name. A2. K2. K2 is another thing. But be, these things, children, these things, when you hear them, run away. Anyone who is introducing you to these things, run away from such a person. He's a father of sin and doesn't deserve to be honored. Hallelujah. Do you understand all the things that I'm sharing with you? Now let's read our scripture for this message. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1. Are you with me? I want to read from the New Living Translation. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1. It says, Children, 
children, is a, is, is a message coming to you? Are you a child? Are you a child? It says, children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord. Do you belong to the Lord? Then the Bible says, obey your parents for this is the right thing to do. This is the right thing to do. You see, we share this message over and over and over again and every time we will share it. We, We have the opportunity once or twice a year to remind us of this important scripture. The Bible says, children, Obey your parents because you belong to the Lord. For this is the right thing to do. How many of you like to do the right thing? One clear right thing that the Bible is saying or stating clearly is obeying your parents. Children, obey your parents. Obey your parents. Then it says, honor your father and mother. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. This is the first commandment with a promise. And what is the promise? It says, if you honor your father and mother, are you listening? If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you. And you will have a long life on the earth. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you. And you will have a long life on earth. Who does not understand this scripture? Who does not understand? You see, it's a very simple scripture. Very simple scripture. Not complicated. You don't need any other explanation. It says, if you will honor your father and your mother, things will go well for you. Is it the word honor that you don't understand? But you understand things will go well for you. How many of you want things to go well for you? Yes. The Bible says if you want things to go well for you and you want to live long on earth, then the key thing to do is to do the right thing, which is to honor your father and your mother. Hallelujah. It's a very simple commandment or instruction given by the maker of the earth. The one who made the earth. The earth that you are living on. He says, on this earth, if you want things to go well with you, and you want to live long, then you must honor your father and your mother. Hallelujah. If you want things to go well, where? On this earth. On this earth. And you want to live long, then you must honor your father and mother. This is the maker of the earth. And this is what he says. And it's as simple as that. Not complicated. So it also means, if you do not honor your father and mother, you will not do well. If you do not honor your father and mother, you will not do well, one. And two, you will not live for a long time. You will not live on this earth for a long time. Hallelujah. But you see, many people also have plans to do well in this life. They intend to live long on earth. And they do serious things. They do a lot of things to make them live well, do well on earth, and live long on earth. But you don't take the instruction of the maker of the earth seriously. You see, you have enrolled in a four-year college. Because you want to do well. And to enroll in a four-year college means that you intend to live at least four years. At least you are planning that you will live for the next four years and finish the college. And I don't think you have plans to finish college and die. You intend that when you finish college, you want to live and work and do well. Isn't that so? You have plans to finish college and work for another 30 years and then retire. You see, you have long-term plans. That means you want to do well and you want to live long. And the reason you are studying hard 
working hard, going to school, working up early, doing assignments and doing all these things. It's because you want to do well. You want to do well. Some of you, you have bought retirement plans. You have bought social security. And you are putting money into it. Why? Because you intend to live to be a very old person and still do well. (laughs) Isn't that so? Isn't all the reason why you buy retirement, life insurance, all kinds of things? You buy all kinds of... Some of you, you have even taken mortgage for 30 years, 15 years, and you intend to live for the next 30 years that when you finish, you say, I have bought a home. You have plans for all of these things. Do you see? But you don't seem to care about the instructions given by the one who made the earth. You don't seem to care about that instruction. And many people live on earth as though they brought the earth for themselves. They brought the earth when they came on. And they have their own plans. How they are going to live for a long time and how they are going to do well. Isn't that so? Many people have their own plans. They have their own plans, how they are going to do well. They say, I must do this, and do that, and do that, and I know it's going to be well with me. I must do this, I must do that, I must exercise, I must do this, I must eat this, I must do this, and I know I'm going to live long. Do you even know how to make oxygen? Do you know how to make oxygen? Do you know what is oxygen? How many of you know what is oxygen? You know what is oxygen. Do you realize that there's oxygen around you? That you are breathing, but you don't even know how to make it. You see, how about about water? Do you know how to make water? You don't know how to make water, but you have plans to live for a very long time. You have plans to live. Do you know that you need water to live? Do you know that you need oxygen to live? And do you know that in the absence of these things, you cannot live? You agree with me that in the absence of air, oxygen, water, you cannot live for a long time. And you have plans to live for a long time and you don't know how to make them. And you don't care about the one who makes them. You don't care about what he says. That if you do this, then I'll continue to supply you with oxygen. If you will do this, then I'll continue to supply you with water. You don't care about the one who produces these things. And you have your own plans. How you are going to do well. And how you are going to live long. And you don't even know how air is made. I thought at least there will be two people in the church who knew how to make air. Amen. Yet we don't care. We don't care about the maker. We don't care about the one who makes these things. Hallelujah. You see, when people go to the doctor, for instance, when you go to the doctor and the doctor tells you, you see, you don't understand anything. So the doctor, she puts something to squeeze your arm. And then when you finish, she puts something to just touch your chest. And says, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. You don't know what he's doing, but you are breathing in and you are breathing out. And then when he finishes, he says, bring your arm. And then he sticks you with needle to draw some blood from you. And then he says, go. And then you get up and you go. You don't say anything. You don't ask him anything. You don't complain. And then he calls you. And then he says, from the thing that I did, I realized that you have this, you have that. Your blood pressure is high. Your cholesterol is high. Your sugar is high. And I think you, if you don't do something that I'm going to tell you, you are going to die in about a year or two. And then you say, what? What should I do? He says, now when you wake up, I want you to run. When you wake up, I want you to run. And then he says, I want you to stop eating your favorite food. I want you to eat this. I want you to eat that. All kinds of things. I want you to now eat um, yogurt. He said, what is yogurt? He said, tell me what it is. I will eat it. 
I want you to eat asparagus. You know what is asparagus? You say, I don't know, but I'll find it. He said, I want you to eat, um, what is that beans called? <laughs> you see, he tells you to eat all kinds of things. I want you to eat lentils. I want you to eat, what is the thing that is substitute for rice now? Quinoa. And then now you are beginning to eat all kinds of things because the doctor, see, we come to believe the man, we come to believe the man more than the one who made the heaven and the earth. And the man says, because of just looking at you and touching you and doing this, I want you to do this. And he has no clue how you were made. He has no clue how you came about. But the one who made you, the one who made this earth, is saying to you that in order for you to live long on this earth, what you need to do is to honor your father and your mother. So it doesn't matter how much lentils you will eat. It doesn't matter how much quinoa you will eat. It doesn't matter how much green beans and bambara beans that you will eat. The one who, is, who made the heaven and the earth is saying, if you do not honor your father and your mother, you will not live long on this earth. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? Yeah. You see, you don't understand anything that the doctor did. You don't understand why God says, honor your father and mother. But he says that on my earth, in my earth, on this earth, if you want to live long and you want it to be well with you, then you ought to honor your father and your mother. Hallelujah. That is what God says. You ought to honor your father and mother. So then what about the fathers who didn't take care of us? What about our fathers who were alcoholics? Irresponsible. What about our fathers who were falling in gutters, embarrassing us, and urinating on themselves on the street and fighting? What about these fathers? What about the fathers who didn't take care of us when we were going to school? The fathers who didn't pay our tuition? What about them? What about the fathers who abused our mothers? Who left our mothers? Who didn't take care of our mothers? What about these fathers? The Bible did not tell us what to do with these fathers. God did not tell me what to do with these fathers. What God told me is that honor your father and it will be well with you. No matter who he is. He didn't tell me how to treat a father who did not treat a mother properly. He didn't tell me how to treat a father who was an alcoholic. What he did tell me is that if you want it to be well with you, then honor the father. Honor the father. Amen. Amen. And so my responsibility is to honor a father. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? My responsibility is to honor the father that God has given me. Because he's the one that made the earth. And if I am here on the earth, then I have to obey the instructions of the maker of the earth for me to live here on earth. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, when you go to an amusement park, for instance, when you go to an amusement park, they give you instructions. Isn't that so? They give you instructions. They have all kinds of things. They have rides, some other section. They have animals. They have all kinds of things, and they give you instructions. So you come in, and they say, they close at this time. And you can do all that you want, enjoy this big place, go to every corner of the amusement park, take all the rights. But here are the instructions. You cannot do this. They say, don't feed the animals. They say, don't go on the ride with your, your bag, your pocketbook, or if you are wearing some loose sandals. Don't do this. Don't do that. You can't take food on the ride. You cannot enter into the cage of the animal. 
and they give you all these instructions. And they say, you can enjoy the whole park. Just these are the instructions. And then you also, you, as you are coming, you have your own plans how you are going to enjoy the amusement park. And you did not intend to just enter and then come out. You want to stay there until they are closing. But you have your own plans. You have your own instructions for yourself. How you are going to enjoy this amusement park. So you have come and then you brought bread. You say you are going to feed the animals. And then you say you want to enter the cage. You want to because you've seen the people who work there. Sometimes they enter the cage, the wolf. And they enter and they, they, they wrap their hair and stuff. And you say, God has given us dominion of all these animals. And so I can enter the cage. So you take your, you, as soon as you enter the park, you take out your bag and you start feeding them. Feeding the animals. Feeding the animals. How long do you think you are going to be on that park? You see, a park that is supposed to last for 12 hours, that you are supposed to enjoy for 12 hours and be there. You see, you'll be there to enjoy one and then to be there for a long time. That park, that enjoyment, that length, it can be reduced to five minutes and then you'll be out because you did not obey the instructions of the people who own the place, who have designed the place, who know the place, who know the animals, who know how they behave, who know how to react with them, who know how to relate with them. They have given you instructions, but you have come with your own instructions, and they say, we are not having it. If this is how you want to live here on earth, then this is what the instructions are. If you cannot obey the instructions, here, come, come back, come back, come back, come back. Come back. You don't go and begin to ask them, why can I not feel the animals? They don't need to explain to you. God does not need to explain to you why you should honor fathers. But he's saying that if you want it to be well with you, if you want to live long on this earth, then you have to obey fathers. You have to honor fathers. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Otherwise, you will not live long. Otherwise, you will not be around for so long. Amen. Now, I want to show you quickly some of the curses that come upon the person who dishonors a father, some of the curses, or a mother, some of the curses. You see, these are curses that no one wants to come upon them. And that also, we ought to do everything to make our children honor their fathers. No matter what our relationships are with our husbands, we have to make our children honor their fathers. Amen. Amen. Because as to how to treat irresponsible fathers, God did not tell us. When Noah was irresponsible, was drunk, and his son felt that he was more responsible and he could speak into or do something about his father's irresponsibility, it didn't end well with him. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? So, number one, Exodus chapter 21 and verse 15, quickly. Exodus chapter 21 and verse 15. It says, anyone who strikes father or mother, can we read from there? King James Version. I'll tell you what version I want, but I'll default to King James Version. It says, And he that smiteth his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. He that smiteth. Do you know what is smite? It's like you slap your father or your mother. You know, there are people who slap their fathers. There are people who slap their mothers. You see, and sometimes it is not physical slap. Have you heard the expression, this is a slap in the face? It's a slap also. There are some of our actions which are slaps in the faces of our fathers. There are some of the things we say which are are slapping the father. You see, anyone who slaps, anyone who smites a father. Someone, I heard someone who 
His mother did something and then he pulled out the belt and whipped his mother. And the Bible is saying that anyone who does that, you are not worth living. That means if you smite a father, you are dead. There are many people who are walking around dead. He says, and, and he that smites his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. No doubt, you are dead. You shall be sure, God wants you dead. God is not joking with parents. Leviticus 20 verse 9. Leviticus chapter 20 and verse 9. For everyone that cursed his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. Everyone that cursed his father or his mother shall be surely put to death. He hath cursed his father or his mother, his blood shall be upon him. He hath cursed his father or his mother, his blood shall be upon him. That, you see, cursing someone is the opposite of blessing someone. Isn't that so? So instead of blessing your father, you, you withhold a blessing from your father. You have cursed him. Can we say that? If you do not bless someone, what is the opposite? It's curse. You either receive a blessing or a curse. And the Bible says, if you curse your father or your mother, it says, you shall be surely be as dead. And your blood be on your head means that you are dead. That means that you are, if your blood is on your head, you are walking dead. We have to help our children honor their fathers. We have to make them honor their fathers. You see, as a parent, as a mother, you want it to be well with your child. You want your child to live long. There's no mother who wants a child to die early. Or you, don't, you want your children to be unsuccessful. Deuteronomy 27 and verse 16. I want us to go through this. Deuteronomy 27 and verse 16. He says, Cursed be he that setteth light by his father or his mother, and all the people shall say, Amen. amen. Say, amen. amen. He says, You are cursed if you set, you set light by his father or his mother. Now, to set light means to belittle the person. To belittle the person. You see, some of you, you acquire some education. And you become a big person in society. And your parents, your father or your mother is not that educated. And you belittle that person. You belittle your father. The Bible says when you do that, you are cursed. Some of you belittle your fathers because they weren't so successful in life. Do you understand? And when you belittle a person like that, when you look, if that person appears any less in your eyes, any less than a father, you are cursed. You are cursed. These are serious things. Proverbs chapter 28. Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 24. Proverbs 28 and 24. It says, Whoso robbeth his father or his mother and saith, it is no transgression. The same is the companion of a destroyer. If you rob your father or your mother, when we don't pay our tithes, what does God call us? Robbers. We are thieves. Isn't that so? Look at the New Living Translation. Look at this. Do you have that? He says, anyone who steals from his father or his mother, anyone who steals from his father or his mother, and say, what is wrong with that? It is no better than a murderer. You steal from your father or your mother. How many of you have stolen from your father or your mother before? Even soup, you steal meat from the soup. <laughs> your mother is expecting some guest and she has made food and she knows she's going to Serve these people and then she has hidden it somewhere. 
And then when she goes, it is half. And the people are a lot. <laughs> and you have left the bones in the bottom. It says you are, you, are a, you, are, you are no better than a murderer. Now, not caring for your father is the same as stealing from him. I said not caring for your father is the same as stealing from him. You see, it is your duty as a son or as a daughter to care for your father who can no longer care for himself at this stage. It is your duty. You are responsible for caring for a father who can no Who do you expect to care for your father? Who do you expect? His nieces and nephews? I've, I've not read anywhere where it says nephews should honor their uncles. It says, you should honor the father. So, if you are supposed to care for your father and you are withholding, it's the same as stealing from him. Oh, he didn't take care of me. I don't know about that. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? So, not taking care of your father is the same as stealing from him. And not doing so means you are robbing him of his daily living. You are a robber and you are no different from a murderer. So not taking care of your father is killing him. Some of you, your fathers have to beg, beg you to even get money to eat. They have to beg you. Anyone who puts his father in a situation to beg is not a proper son or a daughter. That your father should beg for you to have food to eat? You are not a proper son. You are not a proper daughter. And that the Bible is saying that you are robbing him of his living. You are stealing from him. And you are no different from a murderer. Some of you, your fathers will call you and you see the phone. And then you, you hang up. You put it down. You are with people. Who is calling you? Oh, it's my father. It will not be well with you. I said, it will not be well with you. Hallelujah. It will not be well with you. The last one. Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 17. Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 17. It says, The eye that mocketh at his father and despiseth to obey his mother, the ravens of the valley shall pick it out. And the young eagles shall eat it. Amen. The eye that mocketh at his father. You see, do you understand mocking? The eye, you see, you are not saying anything, but your eyes, they are mocking at your father. They are laughing at your father. You are, you are making mockery of your father. The Bible is saying that if you are that kind of person, if you are a daughter like that, or you are a son like that, the ravens of the air, they will pick those eyes up alive. As you are alive, your eyes will be plucked out. The ravens of the air will pluck out your eyes. Not honoring your father and mother. Listen, church. God is the maker of the earth. God made you. You don't even know how your kidney works. You don't know how your brain works. You don't know how your heart works. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? you? You don't even know how you are talking. Do you know how the voice comes out? You don't know. But the God who made you, he's instructing you. He says that on this earth that I have brought you, if you are going to live long on this earth, and you are going to do well on this earth, then you must honor your father and your mother. You must honor your father and mother. Now, it is not a choice. Wait, 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 wait. It is not a choice for anyone who wants to do well on earth. It is not a choice for anyone who intends to, if you have bought, if you have bought social security, and if you have bought any form of lifetime, anything that you are anticipating to see another year, another month or two, This is not an option for you. 
Hallelujah. This is not an option. He says, honor your father and your mother that you will do well on earth, that you will live long on earth. We are not talking about any other place but the earth that we live on. And the maker of this earth is saying, the key to live long, the key to do well here is to honor your father and your mother. Hallelujah. Is to honor your father and your mother. Amen. You see, it is not good enough, it is not good enough to have a degree. Do you understand? God can give you a degree. God can give you gifts. It is not good enough to have gifts. It is not good enough to have a job. It is not good enough to be in America. It is not good enough to have a good job. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse, I believe, verse 16. Deuteronomy chapter 5. You see, we have a lot of plans on our own. We have a lot of plans to do well. Deuteronomy chapter 5 and verse 16. I'll show you. It says, Honor thy father and thy mother, as the Lord thy God had commanded thee, that that thy days may be prolonged, and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, it is not good enough that God has given you something. So it is not, the fact that you have a degree does not guarantee that you are going to do well. The fact that you have a job, a well-paid job, does not guarantee that you are going to do well. The fact that you are going to school and you anticipate to finish in a year does not guarantee that your life is going to go well. The fact that you exercise and you eat all kinds of things and you run and you see your doctor on a regular basis and you feel well does not guarantee that you are going to live long. It says, it says, Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee. It's a commandment. That thy days may be prolonged and that it may go well with thee. Where? In the land which who gave you? So you would expect that if God has given you a land to live on, then you should live long. Then it should go well with you. Then you should do well. Then you should prosper. But the Bible is saying, though God has brought you to a goodly land, Though God has brought you to a good place, though God has given you a degree, there is no guarantee that you are going to do well if you do not honor your father and your mother. It is very, very important if you desire to do well, if you desire to, do, to live long here on earth. Have you not seen, you see, let me show you. This is one of the reasons. This is one of the reasons why in other places, in other places, people don't have much. They don't have doctors. They don't go to doctors. They don't have healthy food to eat, but they live for a long time because they honor fathers and mothers. They honor fathers and mothers. And there are other places where people are rich. They do very well. They are paid well. They live in very rich homes. They do very well, but they don't live long. Because they have no honor for fathers and mothers. But the one who, the maker of the earth, he says, if you want to live long. Children, are you listening to me? Yes. If you want it to be well with you, you are planning to go to good schools and to do well in life, the key to do that, the key for successful living is to honor the fathers and the mothers that God has given to you. Put your hands together for the Lord and you will stand to your feet. Let us bring our service to a close. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Father, we are thankful. We are grateful. That year by year, you open our eyes. 
to behold such wondrous things. Lord, this is a key that you have given us. And Lord, we pray any obstacle, anything that the enemy has brought between us and our fathers that has caused us to dishonor them, that has made it difficult for us to honor them, that has made it difficult for us to receive them. Oh Lord, remove such obstacles from our lives. Any difficulty, any pain, Lord, heal us. Heal us. There are certain experiences that we have had. Some of us have been abused by our fathers. Some of us have not been taken care of by our fathers. Lord, some of us were neglected by our fathers. Some of us, we were witnesses to how our fathers treated our mothers. How they neglected them. How they abandoned our homes. How we suffered in their absence. When they left, how we suffered. And Lord, these memories come. They come all the time. They come. They come. Lord, sometimes it's difficult. It's difficult. Difficult for us, Lord, to even think about them. Lord, the experiences that we had when we were growing up. How they neglected us. How they maltreated us. How they left us. Some of us, they were, even did not claim that we are our, their children. And Lord, when we grew up, then we found out that they are our fathers. Some of them were lost. They denied that they were fathers. But Lord, you said, you didn't tell us what to do with such fathers. You didn't show us when fathers are such irresponsible. When fathers are with such behavior. When they are alcoholics. When they did not take care of us. When they abandoned our family, our homes. Lord, you didn't tell us what to do with them. But one instruction that you have given us. You say we should honor our fathers. If we want to live long on earth. If we want to do well. Then we should honor our fathers. Lord, heal our hearts this afternoon. Heal our hearts. Heal our hearts. Any hurt, any pain, any offense, Lord, remove it and give us the ability, ability to honor the fathers that you have given us. It may be our pastors. Father, they have said things that we didn't like. And though we are sitting in a church, but we are sitting here, wow, Lord, with hurtful feelings, with painful hearts. Lord, heal us. Heal us. Deliver us from this curse. Deliver us from this curse. Deliver us from this curse. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we are grateful and we are thankful for giving us clear instruction and clear direction. A key for successful and prosperous life on earth. A key for living long on earth. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor in Jesus' name. If there's anyone here this afternoon, you have had such an experience with your father. Your father was not there for you. Perhaps you don't even know if he's alive today. Your father left your home. Your father did not take care of you. Your father abandoned your home. You saw your father maltreating your mother. Some of you, you are hurt because of certain experiences. Some of you, your fathers abused you physically, emotionally. You feel so hurt. And it's so difficult to have a relationship with your father. It is so difficult to even call him. It is so difficult to relate with him again. If that is you, if you have that pain in your heart, this afternoon, the Lord is here to heal you. He's here to heal you. He wants to restore you. He wants it to be well with you. He wants you to live here long on this earth. As many days as he assigned you, he wants you to live here on earth. If that is you, you have that pain in your heart. You have this pain in your heart. Wherever you are, just lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. You have this pain in your heart. God bless you. I see your hand. Is there anyone else? anyone else you have this pain in your heart you want to be healed so you have a relationship a relationship to build a relationship once again i see your hand is there anyone else is anyone else sometimes you can't even say it you can't even say it some of the things that you experience you cannot even discuss it 
but this afternoon the lord is here to heal you is there anyone else anyone else you want to be healed you want to have a relationship once again with your father i see the hand i see your hand anyone else anyone else with all eyes closed i want if you have lifted up your hand just place your hand on your heart wherever you are just stay right there place your hand on your heart place your hand on your heart the lord is sending you healing right now healing 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 he said he sent forth his word and he healed all our diseases every pain father heal the heart heal heal restore 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 heal heal the pain take the pain away oh god take the pain take the pain it is not of the enemy it is from the enemy it is not of god this is not of god it is not the will of god that you cannot honor a father the bible says honor your father and you will live long and it will be well with you father i pray give this one the ability to restore the relationship in the name of jesus leave them oh god let this pain leave them let this pain go away remove this pain remove this hurt remove this offense in the name of jesus lord restore these ones in the name of jesus rebuild the relationship relationship between the son and the father relationship between a daughter and the father let this relationship be rekindled once again in the name of jesus and now oh god give them that grace to honor their fathers in the name of jesus and lord i pray for everyone who is here anyone who has neglected the father anyone who has robbed the father anyone who has cursed the father i pray lord cleanse us from these sins let these curses not come upon us let not the eagles pluck our eyes may we not die before our time because of such an experience in the name of jesus we give you glory and we give you honor in jesus name amen put your hands together for the lord and now with all eyes closed and every head bow you are here this afternoon you want to give your life to christ with all eyes closed every head bow you are saying pastor pray with me i want to receive jesus christ as my savior if that is you lift up your hand and i'll pray with you anyone here like that you want to receive jesus christ as your savior anyone here like that anyone here like that lift up your hand and i'll pray with you anyone here like that you want to receive jesus christ as your savior lift up your hand and i'll pray with you anyone here like that father we are thankful we are grateful in the name of jesus we thank you lord for your goodness we thank you for the gift of salvation in jesus name amen clap your hands together We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.